Things ought to be beautiful. Things ought to be sweet. Things ought to be amazing. But there are things you must know. And Jesus talks about our productivity and how it glorifies God. So let's go to John 15. This is a typical, it's a classic. And it's one of the core foundations that you must get into your spirit. Amen? All right. Jesus is speaking. He says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husband man. That is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. He taketh away. Now, away there in the Greek actually refers to he takes up. He lifts them up. When you see take away, it seems as if he'll cut them off. He'll cut them off and throw them away. So it's like, ah, he doesn't care. But no, he takes up that it would bear fruit. The closer it is to its source, the more fruit. Do you get what I mean? So it says he takes up. So don't be deceived by take away like he's going to throw some people out if they don't bear fruit. Amen? He's a God of mercy and a God of grace. So every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, now listen, he purgeth it. The correct word is he prunes it. That is, he snips off. In the Old Testament, we study about the circumcision and how God, if you turn to Him, if you repent. Now, repentance is just turning your mind to God. So, it says, if you turn to Him, if you change your mind and keep it on Him, the Bible says, He will circumcise your heart so that you would serve Him. Another scripture says, how much more shall the blood of Christ purge our conscience to turn from dead works to serve the living God. Right? So he says, every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it. He prunes it. This, this pruning may be in the form of cutting off friends that are delaying your speed, your advancement. It may be in the form of cutting off certain things that you do, certain um, actions that you take that are wasting your time, certain things that um, would limit your ability you know i was i was once walking on the road and i said i refuse to allow any physical weakness limit my spiritual potential because you see your spirit can do all things the bible says i can do all things and who are you you are a spirit man is a spirit he lives in a body so it's important you start to see yourself more from your spirit so i can do all things through christ that strengtheneth me so now we're talking about every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it that it may bring forth more fruit. So you see that there's a pruning process. That is, he cuts off more so that you'd be lighter, so that you'd be able to produce more. But this is what I want you to notice. He says that the secret to being more productive is a cleansing. It's a purging. Meaning that there's a connection between righteousness or holiness or cleanliness and fruitfulness. Smith Wigglesworth said, there are two things that help in the miraculous or in doing miracles. He said, faith and purity. And one kindles the other, which is purity. The more pure you are, the better your faith. It talks about, that's talking about the effectiveness of your, of your faith. 
But Jesus wanted us to understand what kind of cleansing the Father would give. Because God in Christ has given you everything. So what is he going to do? So Jesus said, Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. So the spoken word of God cleans you. Now I promise that I would make a message on purification and cleansing. But this is one of the secrets here. You are made clean through the spoken word. Meaning, you know, you do a bunch of things. You want to be more productive. The first thing is you have to take God's spoken word and clean up. Clean up yourself. You simply say, ah, I'm the righteousness of God. As he is, so am I. What you're doing is that you are doing what is called an internal cleansing of your system, of your body, of your mind. And you're speaking to your mind. Because the, the thing is, you're not meant to speak the condition. You're not meant to speak what is happening. Because the more you give voice to what is happening, the stronger it is. Remember, listen, 1 Corinthians 15 mocks death, saying, Oh, death, where is your sting? It reveals that the sting of death is sin. And the power of sin is the law. What makes the... Um, law the power of sin the fact that it strengthens sin it helps it gives the knowledge of sin it makes sin identifiable so what happens is we now when we do certain things we are not to confess what is happening but to confess what we really are as dictated by the spoken word so jesus says you are made clean hence more productive through the spoken word this is now the beautiful part. He says, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can, you, can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. Now, I told you in verse 2. That that take away was not to throw away. Right? That was what I told you. So let's see the real throwing away. Because that proves that that first one is not a throwing away. The Father is merciful. So thank God for mercy. Now, verse um, 6 says, If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch. This is the one that the Father takes away. And is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. You already know what that represents. But if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will. Anything you want and it shall be done unto you. You know, some people, don't be, they believe that there are some things that God doesn't want them to ask for. They believe that there are some things that are supposedly unnecessary. Or there are things that um, God will not be happy. They feel that there are, there are some prayers God would like to answer. Some he wouldn't. But Jesus is clearly saying here. That as long as you abide in me. Which is by virtue of your being born again. You are in Christ. Right? And his words abide in you. Which I mean his word is engrafted in you. Come on. So you shall ask what you will. He didn't say what you will that is special. Or what is mature. Or what is. No. It's the Father's will to answer your prayer, to give you the desires of your heart. And it shall be done unto you. Then it says, Herein is my Father glorified, 
that you bear much fruit, and so shall ye be my disciples. That's the amazing thing. So, talking about fruitfulness and cleanliness. How clean you are. And this is about the word abiding in you. Because you have to continually keep yourself. Jude says, keep yourself in the love of God. Keep yourself in the, in the love of God. And this can only be done by abiding in his word. It's sinking in to his word. Right? And you're taking that spoken word and declaring it over yourself. As you speak that word to you, saying the same thing in content, you are cleansed. Continually cleansed. And with that cleansing, you are able to do more. If that wasn't clear enough, let me give you another instance. What happens when you confess negativity and all of this? There's a reason the Bible says think on these things, whatever is pure, lovely. And it also means think what is pure, lovely, and good about you. Because some people view, view themselves based on what they did, what they've done, how wrong the situation is. But the truth is, the more you talk like that and think like that, you strengthen and increase. You sow more seeds of that same wrong thought happening in your life. So the simple thing is, think the spoken word. Read the spoken word. Say the spoken word. Act the spoken word. And you would eventually live that spoken word. Hallelujah. Verse 16. Listen. Ye have not chosen me. But I have chosen you. You know, some, someone met me. He said, um, there's a special class of people that are chosen. Special class that I was not chosen. There's a special class of people. Don't worry. There are a special class of people. And this person was actually talking about, um, based on Romans 8, the person actually used that scripture. That... There are people that are chosen, that God selects a batch of people. And then he is from there that he now gets his prophet or his pastor or his teacher or his. But that's not what the Bible says. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. You are ordained by Jesus. The church has not ordained you yet, but Jesus says, I have ordained you. Isn't this wonderful? That you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. It's talking about abundance of fruit. That whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. So, your fruitfulness, your productivity is simply going to come from this, your taking in of the spoken word and declaring of the spoken word. So what happens? What did Jesus say to you? That he has chosen you. So you say, I am chosen by God. He says, you're ordained to bring forth. I'm ordained to bring forth. Fruit. I refuse to be unproductive. I refuse to not have ideas. I've got billionaire ideas coming to my mind. I think big. Because it's not by power. It's not by might. But by God's spirit. I'm achieving big things. I'm flying. I'm soaring. I bear much fruit. Ideas are coming to me. I have the solution to the cries of many. I am the solution to the cry of many. I've got the solutions. I've got the answers to people's questions. What are you doing? You are appropriating these same words to you. Over time, you check. You discover that you are more productive, more fruitful. 
Psychologists have proven the power of confessions. Different places. And when they discover it and put it on the internet, it looks like, wow, such an amazing discovery. But the Bible said it first. They just don't want to accept it. There are a few people, or in fact, a lot of people, who clearly saw something in the Bible. Clearly. It's so obvious that they saw it in the Bible. But they transform it in their little discipline. Share it to the world and claim it's their own. I always say it, when God shall come to judge the quick, that is the living and the dead. Dot, dot, dot. Anywho, that's really what I'm saying. So, consciously and continuously, speak the spoken word to yourself. Take advantage of this cleansing process. Don't have days where it seems as though you're empty. Or you're lacking ideas. Or there is something that you just, you just wish you could get more out of life. You are the one to create value. You're the one. I, I've, I've said it a thousand and one times. Poverty is not the lack of money. Poverty is the lack of truth that can be exchanged for value. Mark it today. Poverty is not the lack of money. It's the lack of truth which can be exchanged for value. What value can you offer to this world? Don't go to school hoping to be employed. Don't live life like you, you want to work under somebody. You've got a mind. You've got ideas. When you see people on the street who are homeless, who don't have a job, who don't have this, who are supposedly suffering, there are some genuine cases where they were out. However, as long as you've got a mind, as long as you can think, you should never lack ideas. Deuteronomy 2 verse 8, I believe, says it is God who gives the power to get wealth. That is, it is God who gives the ability to get wealth. God's not going to give you money, but God will surely give you ideas. Use your mind. Think of ideas. Sit for ideas. Have times in your life where you confess these scriptures to yourself. Last time, I told you about saying these, your confessions in the morning. The reason they are so important is because a healthy morning is a healthy day. A disciplined morning is a disciplined day. Whatever you can do in the morning would reflect and show throughout the day. Some people say, I, 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 I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. My pastor would often joke, then walk out the door on the right side, something like that. The point is, you cannot allow circumstances determine your productivity. You cannot allow the, the conditions shape your identity or who men would see you to be. Choose to be productive. Have the best ideas. Don't go with culture. Nobody makes history by watching and following the usual trends of society. You've got to do something different. If you keep listening to other people's music and never actually trying to write your own lyrics, you would never write your own songs and never have your own music. If I stayed just wondering, oh, when will Charles Dale change? When will this place change? If I didn't step out of the crowd in prayer and do something about it, we may not have what we have today. So sit for ideas, source for ideas, be productive, take advantage of scripture, appropriate them to your life. And just watch how the Spirit of God will inspire you towards different things. The things you will think about. If you are a footballer, be a footballer with a difference. If you cook, cook with a difference. Let everything about you be inspiring. 
Some people spend all day looking at YouTube for what somebody else has created. Are you aware you are a creator on your own? Sit for ideas. Source for ideas. Bring out the fruitfulness and the productivity. Jesus said that he ordained you by himself to bear fruit. If you're not bearing fruit, you are not obeying Jesus' command. He ordained you to bear fruit. And this fruit would only come when you take advantage of his spoken word. I pray that the God of all grace and the God of all wisdom, of the multi-billionaire ideas, the God who gives the power to get wealth, would give you ideas that would change and shape this generation and put it on course in the path of righteousness. There are so many things that God is going to use you to do in 2020. I declare over you that you're going to receive ideas, you're going to receive dreams, you're going to see visions, you're going to see such great ambition stir up in your spirit. And by the anointing of the Holy Ghost, you are achieving those things. Nothing will be too big for you. Nothing will be so small and insignificant that you will do. Everything about you will be honored by men. And as you continually invest in your personality, you would impact this world to make a difference. This I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.